Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, welcome to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show with me, Tim Goodings. Um, can I address that? What? You just said the name of the podcast correct uh, for the very first time. I'm glad you noticed. Well, how did this happen? Speech. Because usually I introduce the show because as the talking... <laughs> uh, have we Freaky Friday'd? Uh, well, I don't know. I went to a speech therapist. Did, what happened to you? I didn't. Oh, then we have, because you normally go every week. Oh. And that's how you're able to keep saying the stupid name of our podcast. Let me let me try again. The... T- talking? The talking Movies, Pictures, Movie Show. Okay, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Oh, that was close. <laughs> uh, so from now on, we'll dispense with that annoying bit, and I'll be able to say the name of the show all the time. Yes, please. Uh, so... Uh, welcome to the show welcome thank you Number for coming week. we got the Glad movies you can news make it. what's the got traffic the movies, pa- trailers how was the, the traffic music reviews oh which route uh, did you terrible take? actually i got caught in talk a talking to, talk oh, to the listener which route did you take i took the a30 no, oh, okay <laughs> what were the services like um didn't have a little petrol expensive isn't it oh t- telling me <laughs> and marvel news okay now i uh okay so this is something which you know you won't be able to uh, work out what the Marvel news is until the end of this episode because um, what I did is I took the Marvel news and I went to see that film from a couple of years ago called The Imitation Game. Yes. And I thought, well, I'll imitation that because he does a, a code breaking in it from the Enigma machine. Mm. So I took apart all the Marvel news spread it up into individual letters and I sprinkled it into the interview with Joe Sutherland. Yeah. And so if you notice, the first letter of every question that we ask, and you'll know this, Andy, because obviously we had to script the questions very heavily for this to work, Yeah, spells out the Marvel news for this episode. That's great. So this is no longer just a podcast. This is a podcast puzzle. If it ever was. Yeah, podcast puzzle. Podcast puzzle. Oh, lovely. So, so that's, uh, that's how you get the Marvel news this week. Only by the time you get to the end of the episode and you're certain that I've uh, we've uh, collectively... Are you sure there is some, though? Because I know like sometimes you've struggled, you've missed the well, press Well, Andy, Andy, if... Uh, I don't 
start this. Okay. okay. When I wrote out the questions, okay, for the interview. Yeah. Which I just hope that we ask the right questions when we get there. But when I wrote out the questions, did you not see the Marvel news written in acrostic from the formatting of the page? Yes. You did. So you yes. know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's not fair for us to just impart that news as though it's like free. Yeah, because like, we're working. Anyway. Exactly. We're working to provide this form of entertainment. Yeah, and yeah. The listeners just listening. Yeah. Come on. So pull your finger out. Something. Your- and put something into it because I put a lot of work into yeah coding now you decoding listeners yeah and then you get the Marvel news exactly and it'll feel earned so if anything you'll feel better about the knowledge and look maybe by the time it's reached you because of when we you know when you listen and because of how we get our news you will have already read it on empireonline.com or read it Reddit on Reddit. Oh, yeah. I get it. Okay, what's next? Um, so I was uh, looking at our regular um, source of news, Cinema Blend, Reuters, for, <laughs> for film uh, news. Yeah. You, you know what that means, don't you? News, yeah. No, the like when something's like Cinema the Reuters, Blends. like the news agency, but it's for films. It's not Reuters. about regular news yep. okay good so um i went on cinema blend i can say the name of the podcast now so there's nothing i can't do ah oh, lovely so the news this week is that the edge of tomorrow 2 Uh-oh. okay has a title and we should have seen it coming that's what oh, the cinema okay. blend now um, listeners will uh, long time listeners will remember that we covered this news story a while ago because are they all long time listeners i can't imagine we've picked up any more since the first episode or uh, lost any i can't i can't imagine we've picked up any more no. Certainly. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. Um, but we covered this when the, the sequel was first announced because of the success of the original film, which, as you recall, was Groundhog Day with Guns. Yes. And Emily Blunt, because she wasn't in Groundhog Day. No. So they added that. Introducing mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. And also Aliens, because that wasn't in Groundhog Day. Because the groundhogs are real. But Tom Cruise was. Tom Cruise was in it. He was Ned Ryerson. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, The Edge of Tomorrow 2 has got a sequel name, and we should have seen Uh-oh. it coming. Do you want to know what it is? Announcement time. Have you seen Ring it? Ring the announcement bell. Ding. Oh, that sounds maudlin. It does, doesn't it? I'm sad. But not anymore, because they've announced the name of the sequel to The Edge of Tomorrow 2. Do you want to know what it is? And now we're happy again. Yeah. Yeah, what's the name Ring of The, the happy Edge of... Bell. Ding! Lovely stuff. All right. Um, do you want to do you want to know what the um, the edge of tomorrow two sequel I is called? I don't give a fuck, Andy. But the listener wants to know. All right, fine. I'll just tell the listener then. What is it? Um, it is live, die, repeat. Live. Die. Oh, we should say that. Oh. the edge of tomorrow in certain areas it was called but in others it was what, called if it was called live die repeat or edge of tomorrow yeah i honestly didn't know i think it was different in different places I think but on the poster and when they sold the dvd it was yeah. called live die repeat exactly so live die repeat say so the sequel's called live die live die repeat live die and repeat live die repeat so you repeat live die and then you repeat live die repeat or you repeat which bit am i saying again i'm not sure it's not clear from this press release say it again live die repeat live and die repeat Live, die, repeat. So it's live, die, live, die, repeat. I think it's live, die, repeat, live, die, repeat, and repeat. Rinse. If you want. Uh, okay. I had a shower this morning, but... And who? And who's in it? 
Um, Tom Cruise. Ah, so it's like Groundhog Day. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, but with guns. <laughs> and Emily Blunt. <laughs> oh, so it's like Edge of Tomorrow then. No, it's like Live, Die, Repeat. All right, so we've got a, a trailer to um, to look at as oh, well. Oh, do you remember, Andy, that about months ago, we used to do trailer reviews? About? Months ago. Yeah, it was about months ago. Uh, yes, we did do some trailer reviews, So we're, we've, uh, but there hasn't been any since. But? Run out. Back on Cinema cyclical. Blend. Cyclical. Fashion is cyclical. They've got... So trailers. we now are back in fashion to do trailer reviews again. So this is interesting because Cinema Blend have written the headline here. Final Wonder Woman trailer offers a young Diana and what the movie is actually about. So I mean, grammatically, that's not great. But I'm curious. I didn't realise they were going to have... Can I workshop that title? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Final Wonder Woman trailer offers a young Diana and story. So young Diana is, I mean, I don't know Wonder Woman that much, but I didn't realise that Princess Diana, Princess of Wales, She's the princess of, it's Diana Spencer, she, yeah, so they, I think what we've been led to believe up until this trailer is it's about the comic book character Wonder Woman. Right. But then if we watch the trailer, you see, hold on, that's different. This is a wonderful woman, Queen of Hearts. But we learn that, and they have the same first name. Diana. Right, so this is a biopic. This is a biopic. Both of them. Of the wonderful woman. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Princess Diana Spencer. Let's play the trailer and see see who plays what we've just said pertains to to the trailer. Okay, and there she is fighting Mother Teresa for Mm. who's the best at being nice to people. Attacking them there. Fighting does not make you a hero. It's the Spencer family shield. What if I promise to be careful? And that's a young Just Prince Harry. That's the, that. He had very long dark hair back then, didn't he? No sharp edges. she is growing up in na- Nazi occupied. No, it's not. No. I do not deserve you. You've told me this story. Yeah. Prince, Prince Harry already knows the story. So they're telling... I mean, well, you, they've used that. an interesting meta-narrative with the film where they're telling a baby Prince Harry yeah. the life story of his own mother from the perspective of after she's died. So he knew before she died that she was going to die he and might he not didn't have try to it. stop her. He didn't try to stop her. That's unbelievable. And in a way, he becomes the villain of the piece. And now that we know that, in real life, he becomes the real villain of and, real And life. actually... He, as you said, she grew up in Nazi-occupied Germany. Mm-hmm. And if we all remember, he, at one point in his life, decides to embody that awfulness. So he's been telling Against us his years. mother by dressing up as a Nazi when he did that time. Oh, wow. Okay, this is revealing. Didn't have to workshop the title. It was all there. I feel, I feel bad. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. so, well, the Wonder Woman trailer... The Wonderful Woman. ...is actually a biopic of the Queen of Hearts. And how do you think that she will play into... Justice League. I think she'll probably have a bigger part than we'd expect. Because, well, the thing is, she will now have to come back from the dead. Well, if they made her such but a if big she does part that, of this... Yeah. Um, but that's that's one of the that's why it'll be so interesting, because in Justice, Justice League, they'll have to come up with uh, a really interesting plot point where they have to work out how to bring her back to life. How did, like, did she fake her own death? But it doesn't matter, because it's not real. 
Because it's a movie? Yeah. They just go, oh, it doesn't matter. She's dead, but it doesn't matter. It's not real. Suspension of disbelief. Spencer. Spencer of disbelief. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So, I'm looking um, forward to it. I am Out very on the 20th on anniversary of her death, which is... Yeah, and I guess this is just going to kick off another franchise. The Diana Chronicles. Um, yeah. So, um, all right, cool. Have we got any listener questions this week before we get to our guest? Oh, loads. Uh, get- um, let's, oh, let's get to the post bag out. Have we ever given out our postal address? Uh, Must have done. Yes. The post on, bag's full. Yeah, it's in the description of yes, every good. episode. Okay, this Whoop. one. This Watch one. It. Don't drop it. Yeah. Uh, this is, says, hey boys, um, Greg Wilson here. Hey Greg Wilson. I have uh, boys a here. question for the boys. Yep. And the boys say, I'm go listening. on. We <laughs> do. Yeah. And it said, if you could remove one movie from existence, which one would it be? Can we? He, he says we can. Okay. I'm going to trust him. If we could remove one, and how do we remove it? Do we have to like tweezers I think he's going to or... deal with the admin of it I think he just wants us to say a movie oh no so we remove it from existence I don't know that I haven't read the rest of the letter uh, I'll deal with this it's mostly just admin I don't want to take up your valuable time so just pick a movie and I'll do the rest yes he's actually going to do it yeah what about a movie that's caused badness like wars uh, are there any wars ever movies apart from ones about movies uh, I mean about wars wars what's the best war World War Three. So, if we could prevent World War Three by getting rid of a movie, mm. is there a movie about World War Three, Andy? Um, World War Z, Edge of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow. So we delete Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. But then would it repeat um, and come back itself? I think that's a loophole that they've written into the sequel so that it can never be erased out of existence. But that's admin. But that's admin. That's not what you have to deal with. So it's gone. Oh, oh, I like that movie. <coughs> Didn't really cause wars, did it? I don't think so. Why did you choose why it? Did we, why did you do that? All right, the mask. Because of the dog. Because of the dog. Thanks uh, for writing in, guys. Keep them coming to them the coming. postal address in the description in our podcast. Maybe maybe we'll get more list of questions for next time. Oh, please. So, after some beautiful music. Who have we got coming up? Well, coming up on the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. Well done, Yeah, Tim. we have... Uh, the gorgeous actor Joe Sutherland. Mm. Um, stick around, listen out for those questions to get your Marvel news. Don't, Don't touch, touch that, that dial. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. With our guest for Big today, guest. Big Old Guest, Joe Sutherland. Hey, uh, obviously, we love the film. Oh, um, thank loved you. Loved it. We just got out of the screening. Uh, the mm. premiere went very well. How was the red carpet experience for you generally? Do you like it? Speaking to your fans, signing things, selfies. selfies. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, a job's a job, isn't it? You know, we all have to get up and like mm. just go into that Monday grind. Ugh. You know, for some of us, it's uh, you know at a coal face. For some of us, it's crunching numbers at a um, till. Um, That's what they call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, and yeah. you know, and then for some of us is a hit podcast. You know, like like this. Yeah, and we you know, have to crunch so many numbers. Oh god, oh. all of the listeners. That's it. We're crunching. givers, right? Everyone else yes. is living, you know, in some sort of selfish capitalist bubble. Whereas we, you the know, normies. we're. The civvies, but I, I feel like you know we're we're truly we're, we're like gods. Yeah, I think creative people really are the new gods, mm. um, discounting uh, gods. Mm. I mean, the scale I guess between uh, the movie star as a god and us as hit podcast. Maybe we're like the the angels, demigods. demigods? Oh, demigods! Yeah. Oh, seraphim! Yeah. Uh, I just thought no, I still thought of you as gods, but just from like another religion. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, you, know, you know, like uh, you know, Hindu, Greek, or no, probably not Hindu because they're one of the rubbish ones. <laughs> yeah, like one that doesn't exist. One anymore. of the wrong ones. Yeah, <laughs> one that was quite rightly usurped and one that rebranded. Used the word, like pantheon, which means like they don't really know what they're doing because mm-hmm. there's too many of them. It's like god of tables and stuff. Before we get too bogged down in uh, all this god religion stuff. mumbo. Junko, we, uh, we've got the poster here and we were wondering if you could maybe just explain this to the listeners, just uh, what's yeah, going yeah. on here. No spoilers, no spoilers. Um, well, obviously, it's quite a conceptual piece. Mm. Uh, you know, there are many um, elements to represent 
I wouldn't say the narrative of the film because um, we're beyond that, guys. Sure, 2017, sure. who yeah, needs a story? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've seen it, so we're definitely beyond it. Mm. I mean, that's, that's what trailers are for. You know, mm. you don't need the narrative. Yeah, tell the story in 30 seconds. The Please. rest of the time, just concepts. Yeah, concepts and selling Pepsi. Uh, just, just gifts, mm. giving those gifts to to the great unwashed. And literally, you were giving them out on the red carpet, cans of Pepsi. You were sort of throwing them, juggling. Yeah, I'm a revolutionary, if anything. Mm. Uh, so that that itself is represented in the poster, as you can see from my headband. Um, I don't like, but you know, that's that's a re- revolutionary item. It says, mm. um, you know, like, hey, that's what it says to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I got that. Like, come on, it's yes, enough of that. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I mean, I could barely walk past the poster without hearing it practically when I was going through. Well, that's yeah, because well, we've properly... used that same technology that you get in birthday cards. Oh, so it was it was mm. really shouting at me because yeah, I was yeah. it was in my head. It just oh the, the no! Force oh, of the you poor band. thing. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, you're the actually the first uh, to report that back to us. To everyone think that else it was in my own mind. Yeah, everyone well, else a precedent for that. Was fine with it. Did you, did you realise, Andy, you knew that it was just coming from the posters? Oh, yes, yes. I'm very uh, perceptive me. with uh, sounds and uh, and visuals as well. So you, you were wearing... Speaking the, of visuals. You were wearing a headband in the poster. Mm-hmm. You are. You haven't stopped wearing a headband in the poster. <laughs> and, it's a static image. Yeah, yeah you and you've got the Pepsi out. involvement as well, so which everyone knows is a sports drink. So is this a kind <laughs> of like a sports movie? Is it like is that how you describe it to the listeners? I've often said that love is a sport, so to that degree, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's like, like, a like romantic it, sport. Mm. Well, it's it's more. I remember when you first said that. Yeah, it was it was touching on, Gra- on Graham Norton. I think it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was sort of asking about your personal life and we won't really get into that now we don't have to do that but you know and just uh, the, the back and forth of it the mm-hmm. competitive nature you know who wins in the relationship oh I've got a constant struggle Olympic yeah. endeavour mm. um, I'm sorry that's the tagline to the film um, oh god <laughs> constantly on oh, um, yeah. <laughs> sell 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 um, but no back to you know back to the art um Love, love is a sport, and it requires, um, you know, stretching and mm. appropriate socks. So, as you can see, I'm also wearing those <laughs> <laughs> on the poster with the little hearts on them. Yeah, but the hearts are upside down so that you can only oh, see like, them the right way up when like, um, um, you know spades without stalks on cards. Uh, yeah, but obviously red and throbbing. On, yeah, on a static image again, that is... I mean, is that one of those sort of hologram things that you've done there where yeah. when you sort of walk past... I guess, yeah, classic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birthday card technology. Yes, I, I love it when they do that in birthday cards, mm. throbbing socks. It's, it's how you tell someone you care, I think. Yeah. And so a lot of the money was put into the adver- advertising campaign of this movie to get the holograms and, and Well, I and think Pepsi did quite so a lot of work. Yeah, money. we didn't spend a penny. So did they contribute to the actual budget of the movie or just the advertising campaign? Oh, no, the whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, good. Yeah. So what was the budget on this movie? Oh, God. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a numbers guy myself. <laughs> no, he's not a normie. Remember, Andy? He's not crunching numbers. Oh, God. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm going to say uh, high. That is high. High budget. No, it certainly seems it. I mean, there's very a lot of uh, CGI um, for. I mean, was that just you couldn't do your own stunts or? I just didn't feel like it. Yeah, that's, that's mm. fair enough. You know, like I could, but yeah, on the day you just sort of think, stamp my trailer. Yeah, no, Feng Shui was wrong. I had to I had to work mm. on that. So mm. sent someone else out. What's your trailer like? 
Um, you know, it's at the moment, it's very, m- very muted. Uh, I'm very into shades. Soundproof, of... you mean? <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, obviously, I mean aesthetically and tonally. God, who brought oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very into a shade known as millennial pink. <laughs> oh, describe that. Um, so it's like a kind of, if, like if you could, if you could bleach coral. Um, mm. But like for the betterment of the world, uh, rather than you know the other kind, <laughs> like um, Nicki Minaj's clothes ran in the wash, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh okay. God, great mm. coinage. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, I like to alternate between that and a kind of uh, uh, like a dentistry green. Mm, that is a good. That's match. very nice. Mm. And what do these colours sound like? <clears throat> well, well, they're muted, aren't they? So they would be very loud. <laughs> That's true. They're they're just quite muffled. Yeah. Um, ah. mm, like so, you know, they 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 still have a sound. Obviously, they're very resonant colours, mm. but it's like it's like that sound is coming from within. You know, like you've stuffed it in a in a in a duffel bag, um, and you know it's in the boot of your car. Yeah. Uh, and you're you're driving quite fast. Mm. I mean, we've basically gone through the the whole colour scheme of the movie as I saw it. It was the the red, blues, and whites of Pepsi, Pepsi. Mm. and then just there was an overshadowing of millennium, millennial pink, and dentistry, dentistry green. green yeah. that really kind of it was like the fun half of the movie, and then when things started going wrong, um, they came out with the millennial pink yeah, and the yeah. dentistry greens, the and it was uh, secondaries. So, like, if you could give a quick uh, synopsis of the of the movie for the listeners how it goes from that that part where everything's happy and then yeah, you know the turning point the turning oh, points yeah. i mean i suppose it you know like any adventure it starts with the sounding of a gun oh. mm. but that All gun the best adventures to start the race like uh yeah but it's a race of the mind so oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is it is a, it is a gunshot that ricochets within the protagonist's um skull cavity mm. And from that point on, really, he or she, you know, actually never self-identifies. Um, so progressive. Thanks. And so from that point on, they, they are at, they are at it. They are sporting, um, and obviously it's it's through through the game that the challenges arise. Uh, but the I think game of it, love, mm, the game mm, of love, sport of love. Because you know, when when one is preparing for love, it's 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 kind of plain sailing. You know what you've got to do. You've you've got to stretch. Yeah. You've got to warm up cool down so obviously you play the main character in this movie so you're the one racing for love um mm-hmm. uh, uh, who played opposite you in this movie if you want to tell the listeners it was jennifer love hewitt so he has love in her, in her name i mean it seems like an obvious choice i know it crass if anything yeah. i um I, I didn't have a part in casting it's almost so. heavy-handed really mm-hmm. yeah so that was uh yeah, yeah disappointing mm. to, to have her you know present at any time because um, she's not very nice or you didn't get on or oh i don't know we, I, didn't actually, I just name. decided I wasn't going to speak to her so you know to <clears> then have fair. her there it's like well now now i'm gonna have to be quiet mm. um it's not how i like to work yeah so we like to speak on set and yes. film speaking. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I like yes. you know, especially when it comes to a point in the script where I have to express words. words I, uh, I I really I, I do enjoy. I, That's I enjoy what you're known for, I think, as well. And it's what the, the the viewer wants to see from you is your words, your voice, <laughs> your timbre. I mean, you're known in the industry as the voice. I mm. think. <laughs> there it is, that classic. Tambra is how I pronounce it, but uh, 
That's because I'm fluent in French. Ah, moi too. Uh, yeah, so just if we carry on uh, yeah, with the plot, obviously it's about... I mean, I like to see that all of life is training for that one moment where you meet your true love, in this case, mm-hmm. Jennifer mm-hmm. loves Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in terms of that, what that obviously leads to the change in the colour scheme and everything conceptually in the movie. Yeah, because of the many deaths. Um, so, which in that in itself was kind of, that was, I think, a genius contrast. Obviously, we've been living in, um, you know, this fantastic... Pepsi world. Pepsi world, Mm. uh, you know, where there were no wars. Um, But then what one would usually associate those kind of bold, vibrant colours with, um, you know, warfare or... Uh, greedy, you know, <laughs> capitalism. Mm. Uh, so we just wanted to subvert that. And uh, we associated those colours with peace and Pepsi. And after that, um, you know, obviously there's, um, I mean, you know, no spoilers, but somewhere in the region of 10 million deaths. And mm. we wanted to represent that with very calm colours, because actually... But it's, I mean, it's not a spoiler to say the deaths, because obviously the pile of bodies is on the poster. Um, oh, that, true. So, Sorry. Know, don't, yeah, it's not. I always forget to look down past mm-hmm. my own visage. Oh, uh, it's fine. Yeah. Well, you're also known in the industry as the face, so it's also. It's true. I am. I don't know if your listeners can can hear, yeah, but I am fine. arrestingly beautiful. Yeah, the face, the voice, the abs. I think is the holy trinity, isn't it? <laughs> oh God, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's the sound of a washboard. Obviously, So I've just been so busy on this uh, press tour. I had to bring my own. Laundry, <laughs> but never my own equipment because I, uh, you know, my my body is a tool, tool of cleanliness. You're also known as the tool, I think, as well. <laughs> hey, that was a different me. No. Oh, that was okay, I'm not no, that I'm guy sorry, anymore. Before rehab, I understand that's not that's a different part of your career. I thought it was. I mean, I sent a contract in advance. I thought we weren't going to. No, I know it's, it's on the, the 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 you know the topics the, that we weren't supposed to. Cover. Also, Tim's not very good at reading, so it might have passed him by. Clearly. Do you remember that time that I got you a copy of uh, Harry Potter for your birthday and you just started crying? Well, yeah, because that's it's when a I found... sad story. It reminded me of when I found out that I couldn't read. When did you find out? Sorry, Joe. Like, it was, when the, first Harry, it was when the first Harry Potter book came out, because I was so excited thinking, oh, I can't wait to read this. And then I went out and bought it, and that's when it mm. dawned on me. Of course, you started your career in the Harry Potter franchise as an extra. Mm. What was that experience like on set? Um, being an extra, obviously... Are you still friends with Dan? Are you uh, ever friends with Dan? Well, I uh, was legally bound to not speak about this for a good ten years, mm. but those times have passed, so... Let's go. And it was a good ten years, wasn't it? Everyone I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, lucrative, if anything. Yeah. Uh, well, we there's a tradition in um, in truly peaceful cultures whereby uh, great colleagues will kind of transcend that relationship, and basically, it's it's something you do with your toes. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe. That. Okay, I've read about this. Yeah, yeah. go on. Um, you know, at you first, might not know about it's Andy, but it's yeah. It's, at first, it's uncomfortable, um, um, but you can't. You know, you ease into it, and uh, and he was well versed in in this practice. I was I was so surprised. You know, a, a boy of of just twelve, uh, knowing how to. I mean, mini- he, yeah. I mean, he loves. He how loves old were you at the time? Loves- also twelve. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, he famously loves feet. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the word for somebody who loves feet because obviously the Latin would be ped. So I guess, I guess he's a pedophile. You know, it's something. It's that sort of it's thing. That ballpark. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's an ancient practice. <laughs> the Greeks used to. So yeah, uh, and you see, well, you sort of mesh the toes, kind of like interlock. Uh, yeah, um, that's that's one of the many moves, um, and you know, there's there's a the yeah, so there's a lot of interlocking, a lot of kind of caressing, and um, but you also have to ensure that by the by the end of the ceremony, one of you has completely smashed every single bone in all five to six toes mm. on your left foot. You have because you have six toes on your foot, and obviously that's. I mean, I'm not contractually obliged to admit to any okay, of my. Okay, no, um, fine. I mean, we've. <laughs> I've freeze framed the movie. I, I saw a couple of. Uh, okay, then I'll be uh, on call to the retouches, <laughs> um, quite quite soon, but. Uh, so well, let you know. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it. I I was the 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 breaker, in in that in that meshing. Sure, mm-hmm. and that was um, that was unusual because, of course, he was the one with more uh, power. Yeah. But this is this is um, this is how many have reinterpreted this ceremony. That actually, that's how you uh, enmesh as friends. Is if the one with more power in your uh, co-working relationship actually submits to having those right. numerous toes mm. just destroyed. Shattered, yeah. yeah. And in terms of casting for this current movie, was your relationship with Dan Radcliffe the reason you were able to um, get Rupert Grint to uh, agree to this movie? Um, it was something like that, I believe. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he he was um, hungry. Yeah. So uh, it was... <laughs> I mean, he would be. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It was less a case of... Uh, you know, going via Dan to get Rupert and more like Dan contacting me to say... Rupert needs a job. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really worried for his... Take um, him off my hands. For some mm. reason he's doing a TV version of Snatch. Oh, who mm. asked for that? Yeah, I don't know what I mean, is. it was a movie. That was the better thing. Yeah, movies are better. We know movies are We know TV. movies, like, on, if, they, if there was, like, a scale and, like, movies was on one side and TV was on the other, I'd, the scale, would, throw, the scale I'd, would blow up. I'd take... TV. It'd just blow up. I, oh, it just blow up. It blow up, yeah. Yeah, it blow up. We know scales. Which one would be, well, is one heavier because it's better? Yeah. Oh, which one's better? Which do you it's think? Maybe, yeah, so it goes through the floor. On. Yeah. And then yeah. TV pings up and. And then the house explodes. Out. Yeah, the house. Okay. Mm. Because the TV's probably hit like a main electrical artery. Oh, yeah. you, oh you're thinking it's an actual frame. TV. Oh, yeah. No, the concept of TV is. is As embodied by. Perhaps a physical TV. Oh, you're that literal, are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. interesting. That's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's fine if you want to view it in that way. It's... I mean, I have a first class degree in fine art, so I think I'm well qualified to. Well, we've all got one of them. <laughs> if this podcast isn't fine art, what is it? I mean, it's not TV. <laughs> <laughs> Thank fuck. Thank God for that. We wouldn't be doing it if it was. Any pranks on set? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Why, why have we never asked that before? Yeah, we should ask that more. We should ask that more. Um, well, I am known as a bit of a prankster mm, sometimes. The so. voice, the face, mm. the tool, the prankster. Uh, so The abs. The abs, of course. <laughs> Finishing off a, a few socks there. Um, well, there was the time, for instance, because I'm such a, a great um, impressionist, um, mm. I mean, we'll let you finish the story, but we might want to press you for some of those a little bit later on. But, okay. Yeah. 
Um, well, so of course, so I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't want to engage with Jennifer Love Hewitt. You know, I didn't really want her um, around. So I pulled a great prank where I um, dressed myself up like uh, an undertaker, oh, and I went to her. The Undertaker? No. Okay. Uh, just you know, like a local one from a Generic. co-op. Mm. Ah, that's um, the value. And I went to the door of her trailer. I'd also manipulated my face without the use of prosthetics. That's how talented I am. You have the face. Mm. The man of the face of many faces. The man of the face of many faces. That's your full title. The man of the face mm-hmm. of a thousand faces. That's actually the name of the sequel. Ah. Um, okay. Sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, oh, God, I'm going to get so sued. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's fine. I'm insanely rich. For, so, for listeners that missed that, we did. You did just tell them the the title of the movie, which was of the, of the sequel. Of the sequel. Of the sequel. So that's yeah, yeah. that's not. But we'll yeah. Get, but we'll get I to, mean, we'll everybody. Get uh, yeah, we'll get. To you know, every, any, everybody knows the name of this film because of, you know they are yeah. alive. Uh, like yeah, like they're on awake in today's right culture. Yeah. Um, but it's on the name of the For those that have missed it, it is is the boy of many childhoods who has ran such a distance to become the Olympian of many, many boys. And it's weird that the tagline's far shorter than that as well. The tagline's literally two words and you've gone... I wonder if you... Is that final? You know, you've got... I mean, we have seen... Well, they've printed the the posters. Sure, and the film. Did someone get them mixed up, get them the wrong way round? Because that can happen. And we have to fit the name of the movie in the title of the podcast episode. So I wonder if... I mean, that's what we're most concerned about. Maybe a shorthand you used on set or a working title that... Oh, well, yeah, we just said the B. Oh, the B. As in Mm. the insect. No, just the B, like the letter B. Oh, the boy of the husband is the B, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pranks on set. Sorry. Oh. Pranks oh. on set. So I'm dressed as a standard undertaker. co-op undertaker mm. from, you know, any local small piece of shit town. And mm, mm. got scum. I approach the door of the trailer dressed as this undertaker and I knock and uh, Jennifer doesn't open. She's too good for that. Um, but her assistant does. And I tell her it with perfect diction that... Um, <laughs> oh my god, this is so funny. I tell her that her six dogs and entire um staff of tennis coaches and masseum and Oh, because she is obviously married to Leighton Hewitt, the uh, tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact I mean I understand that her vows was just that she got it wrong when she was changing her surname during the vows that Jennifer loves Hewitt and meaning her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because obviously her maiden name is Hudson. The prank, the prank. She's a piece of work, basically. Oh, um, so difficult. Um, but so I, so I explained how how these. <laughs> no, the insect. I explained that six dogs, her tennis coach, her team of masseum, and um, pastry chefs. And um, gardeners, and in fact, and, and hedge clippers. It's a different staff to the guy. If you ever become, you know, as successful as people of my ilk, you'll ha- you have to. Oh my, this is so important. You have to get a separate hedge clipper. I mean, it's like a necessity. It's mm. like oxygen. Oh, you you can't even separate to the gardener. You mean? Yes, because it's just ah. a different skill set. How can yeah. you expect someone who spends all of their time? I mean, there's no, there's no crossover in that Venn diagram. No, in those skills. No, they are quite literally perpendicular viewpoints. Okay, your main gardener is looking down literally. at the grass, 
and the hedge clipper needs to spend all his time looking up at the hedge. That's where it is. Mm. Mm. So how, do they, how do they deal with, um, you know, flowers and stuff? Because they go straight up. Oh, I just get Trees. them shipped in. So they don't get maintained, they just, you put them in. No, as soon as they're dead, new ones have, have right. in fact, already arrived. I never even see them die. I've, I've, I will never, ever witness death. I won't even die. I'm that rich. But, back, which brings me back to this prank, because who is not rich enough to avoid death? Jennifer! So I'm stood there, dressed as the Undertaker, and I explain mm. that the gardener... The, oh, so it is the Undertaker? Well, no, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm, I'm re-entering the narrative of this story. I'm and, so sorry. Oh, the, the, the aforementioned Undertaker. Yes, yes. the aforementioned... Oh, my goodness. The royal the. <laughs> <laughs> the royal the Undertaker. And I explain that these dogs, um, the tennis coach, the masseum, um, the gardener and the hedge cutter... Um, Different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm. Very important. Um, as well as her entire family, husband, children, and all loved ones, oh, everyone right. she's ever met. Um, I said, oh my God, I said that they'd been wiped out in a nuclear oh. explosion. Oh, shit. And I was like, look, I can prove it because my hands are a bit dirty. Oh, yeah. no. Um, and that's and what. I'd like authentically does. dirtied my hands you, to make real it. With real dirt? Yeah, the yeah. actual, like, so well, you know, I mean, I got it from the props department, but it's mm. very convincing. Um, it's just crushed. Uh, CGI? No, no, no. It's actually, no, because this was a very pared down. I know, obviously, all the sets and most of the actors were CGI in this production. But That's where the Pepsi money mm, went, right? Mm. But there were many aspects where we actually really took it back, you know, really pared down. That's cool. Yeah, so, that's th- cool. you know, things such as representing dirt, dirt. we obviously used the classic cinematic technique of gun crushing gunpowder um, gun into velvet and... <sighs> Shredding that velvet through, um, you know, one of these sort of Ottolenghi branded, uh, like, like pasta makers. Pavements? Were the pavements real? <laughs> Interesting you should ask. They were, um, the, the slabs atop were real, but the, the sort of supporting underground, because we didn't want to use... We didn't want to use real ground. The foundations were CGI. Yeah, yeah, the foundations are CGI, but the, the slabs themselves... Were, were real they were just held up by um generated Jesus. imagery right. so it's like yeah. hybrid effects it's, it's oh, nice it's nice mashing the old with the new that's what we like to yeah. see in movies but so this prank oh my god it was so funny she could not stop crying oh. Oh. um uh, she was just sh- like she didn't return to set for two weeks Oh, wow. I bet you loved. I bet you were so pleased. Oh, it was so great. It cost the production um, approx thirty million because you had yeah, to be CGI'd you know, in during those mm, two weeks. Yeah, mm, but it amazing. cost you, you know, having to put up with her. So for a couple of weeks, it was exactly pretty good bargain. Prank. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a peek into her trailer at all? What sort of? Uh, oh no, I looked the other way. I didn't want to be at all associated. That's fair. That's mm. fair enough. Um, who's the most famous person in your phone book? Um, Dish. Dish, please. <laughs> I actually don't carry a phone. I'm very zen. Um, oh, so now. Yeah. So, you know, I don't like, I don't even have like an Uber account because um, I just think to be... Well, you so- have a driver, I assume. Well, uh, yeah. So Max here, um, he, yeah. he has um, he has a car and an Uber account. Oh, okay. Um, Comes so all bases. Yeah. So for instance, if I fall out with is, him... Is he an Uber driver? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, he's my driver. But sometimes if well, I don't... not around... He... No, it's it's more if I don't want to share a car with him, he'll just order a separate Uber. 
just in case you do want him to take you home later. Yeah, yeah, okay, pretty much. But he has to get there in an Uber, but not in his car. Well, so what will happen is because obviously the car we have is um oh god, it's gorgeous. Um it's like a, a sea breeze, um, like great. Like it's not the color of the sea. It's like the color of that foamy, flecky yeah. stuff on top. Um, very so rare. Gorgeous. Uh, uh, so that so that's the car we have, <laughs> and um, and obviously that's the one I want to be in at all times. Yeah. But if I don't want Max in oh, there, you don't want him. we order the Uber. Who so, drives you? Well, we just use the Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> And then Max drives the Uber driver's car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, you don't have any famous people in your phone. I'm going to uh, defer the question to Tim. Who's the most famous person in your phone? In my phone book? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Andy's in my phone yeah, book. I was hoping so, you were going to say yeah, that. Yeah. So that's not true. I know okay, a lot more famous fine. people than Andy, but... Um, it's not about me. Who's the most famous in yours? Oh, it's not you. Okay, well, you could have said it was me. Well, I, I, I'm not a liar. I'm here to tell the truth. This is why I have my own podcast. I did want to ask you one question, Joe. Uh, Joe Sutherland, mm-hmm. any relation to Kiefer or Donald? I mean, if it's one, it's both. But Brothers, spiritual and um, biological. Oh, oh, so you're, you're Kiefer's brother and Donald's brother? Yeah. Biologically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, different mums. <laughs> and dads. <laughs> because Donald is Kiefer's dad. Hey, what they did behind closed doors is their business. Scotland's well, a very not, progressive place. It's an open place, secret, um, if you can call it a secret. Well, it's not. I want, I want to hear. <laughs> I mean, if that's a secret, it's very poorly kept. It's not really behind closed doors. Hey, I don't read the tabloids. I live in a very zen space, so this is new information to me. What is the uh, biggest media publication in the zen space? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be Om... Ah, the sound of om. Mm. Mm. So it's not written down or online. It's just there. No, it's just constantly reverberating. And what do you think is its most groundbreaking piece of investigative journalism? Um, well, it was actually the first to break the story of um, Pippa Middleton's ass at the wedding. <laughs> oh. And no one had paid any attention until. Um, mm. Uh, I it was om. Om. <laughs> Depends on your mood at the time. I'm very, you know. Oh no, I think I saw the headline because it had om and then a picture of her ass and then nom nom. Well, it, yeah, it did. It proceed. It was om g. Look at oh, yeah. That was on the uh, back yeah. page. So you know, like with, with the press association, when their stories break and the strap line is like PA colon, um, mm-hmm. then headline. That's often the case with om. Um, yeah, prefaced with om g. g, and then the the strap line or fg if it's a particularly scandalous story. Um, yeah, that's that's a Finnish brand of um, tantric meditation. Omph. Mm. <laughs> Omph. Yeah. Uh, back to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just for the listener, the director, obviously, is this someone you worked with before? Is this a new relationship? Um, yeah, long time, long time collaborator, oh, um, Patsy Kensit. Uh, <laughs> when you say collaborator, director. in the sense that she's directed your projects before, or you work with her in other capacities? Um, you know, we've made films, um, cakes. She's made films. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and uh, just you know all sorts of creative. It's like banter, really. You know, we're, we're essentially just like a couple of lads, um, mm. and we just you know we toss it back and forth. Uh, an idea here, like an, an inspiration there, and um, you know a breakdown <laughs> here and there, <laughs> but. We just uh, we we're really there for each other. So who who approached who for this project, and who had the breakdown, and who made the cake, and was it a good cake? Um, it was vegan obs. Um, so no, it was not a good cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that was Patsy that made that. She, I, she's... I need meat in my cake. Yeah, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, meatless Beef cake. That's your favorite cake. Yeah, and, and, and you know that's why I work with you, Andy, because that's your. That's my. That's, that's my. Ni- that's that's my nickname for it. Yes. I call Andy a yeah. Deserved. Not to his face or ever out loud or in my head, but you know he sends me little notes with it on. It's like, <laughs> cake missing you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the impressions that we heard so much about. Yeah. We do it. We can't let them slide. What, no, what, what do you what are your do? Impressions? I mean, I've got I've done a couple on the show before, but I don't want to hog the limelight. This is not, you know. Yeah. Okay, who did you do? Just so I don't step on your toes. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, I've done Walken a couple of times. Obviously, it's a very uh, standard. Mm. Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I th- not I Ryan c- Walken or Paul Walken. Mm-hmm. Christopher. I couldn't do the other two. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, we do a good <laughs> sly. Um, the Fonz, which is very similar. Very similar. Shatner, similar. Did I do Shatner? I don't know. No, I didn't do no, Shatner. Okay. I can't okay. do Shatner. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's about okay. it. So what were the... What's in your bank? Um, Nadine Coyle. Sure. Mm-hmm. Girls Loud. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, right, the, another classic. I mean, yeah, you always yeah. see that on Spitting Image, I remember, back in the day. <laughs> um, can we hear a little bit of that? I'll just have to find find the zone. Sure, have you got a, a, a key phrase that helps you get into it? Um, it's, uh, yeah. My name's Nadine Coyle. I'm the best singer in the group. Um, and if you asked her, because the key thing about Nadine is she puts um, a, a, the letter Y before every vowel. Ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, so she's like... So how would she say Tim Goodings? She'd say, like, Tim Goodings. So she sounds almost Tim like Norwegian Giddings. in many ways. Or, like, Stephen Hawking. A Norwegian I, Stephen Hawking. A Norwegian Stephen Hawking via Belfast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone else? Who, uh... What would it sound like if Nadine Coyle was talking to Christopher Walken? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you never know, because she does actually have um, an Irish bar just on the outskirts of Hollywood. Oh. Um, and I'm sure he still frequent, frequents the uh, the old the wood. Because obviously Peter you shun Peter's. Hollywood. So yeah. You never the, the wood, as you call it. Indies only. Unless Pepsi comes along, obviously. You and if they're funding that. it, you know... You got but, but this was truly independent, because it was only funded by Pepsi. Oh, OK. One company, yeah. independent. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Patsy Kenzie, obviously... Mm. She's a very indie director, very gritty. Well, she's certainly off grid. Yeah, a lot. As I said, some practical effects used, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. CGI, but that's just the modern world. So I heard a rumor. Oh, and like I just okay. want to get to the bottom of this yeah. because yeah. I mean I don't want to cause any problems either. But let's, I heard a rumor let's get the open, sure. that you are more of a coke man. Oh no! Care to comment? I mean, what I would say is that 
Pepsi is a very important company who have been very close to my heart for many years and they support many good causes around the world and have been known to, you know, really solve um, conflicts and, and, uh, and ease revolutionary tensions and uh, therefore I believe that we should all be behind the brand and n- never ever doubt their um, ulterior um, or sort of exterior or even interior motives. And what about Pepsi Max? Pepsi Max is a delicious brand, which has also been an integral part of many positive social changes throughout the world. And, uh, you know, every time I I open one and I press the can to my forehead, I feel refreshed. And also... um, (laughs) What about Diet Pepsi? Diet Pepsi is a delicious brand which has provided many social goods to this world and has ensured that, you know, government after another has always stayed on the right side of history and aided its people to progress to a, 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 a better future. What about Pepsi Light? Pepsi Light is a delicious brand that has always ensured that the people being oppressed by a, a, a previous soft drinks brand are liberated and set free with um, enough caffeinated energy to get back to the workforce. Pepsi Max Cherry? Or Pepsi Kenza. Um, I don't believe either of those exist. So, um, I mean, I know we're here to talk movies and scripts oh, are very big part of movies, mm. but that sounded scripted. I'm not convinced hey, that you believe drinking all of a Coke that, when he said it. Which is amazing that you can drink and speak at the same time. I have not seen that done before. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a known ventriloquist in, in uh, down, down Under. Yeah, well, you have a Nadine Coyle puppet that you use as part of your yeah, act. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, I love that. Thanks. Uh, well, sorry, what are the, uh, we, we've been stalled. What other impressions could you do again? Oh, so, obs uh, Nadine, and... I heard you do a pretty good Dan Radcliffe, considering you spent a lot of time with him and his toes. Thing is, to truly embody is Dan... more of a... It's no, it's a very one visual one because oh. Dan Dan's what we'll I anyway well let's see if it's audible um, Dan's what I call a neck actor uh, mm. um, so some people act from the Can't neck see. up some people act from the neck down Which Dan really only acts in the neck in the neck oh so neither up or down yeah 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 so it's it's really it's a lot of flexing and and, and you know it's Grimacy. tendons popping out so yes. I don't know maybe if I stroke the microphone with, with a tendon, tendon. Um, you might get, get some of that impression. Oh wow! It's like he's here. Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> See, I, like, I think the the problem is though. Um, you may have only seen Dan Radcliffe in Swiss Army Man, where he plays a dead man, and maybe that's why that you thought his acting was confined. Well, he was on the set of Harry Potter, the, so you yeah. probably saw, possibly saw. As him. an extra, were you in uh, many extra scenes with with Dan Radcliffe? I was in every scene. Every scene as an extra. I was. I was the wand. But that's impressive CGI. Yeah, no, just, I'm just an impressionist. You kept your figure very well as well. Oh, all right, oh, I'll do us an impression of the wand. That's spot on. I don't know. I mean, okay, it's it's decent. Sorry, that was more of a cherry rather than a willow. Can you um, can you compete with that, Tim? Okay, just let me <clears throat> get into it. Okay, uh, which so which scene? Uh, the one where Ollivanders. the wand kills um, oh. um, Dumbledore. There, there's quite a few wands. Here's a wand. The one that killed Dumbledore. And I'm doing my impression. Don't interrupt. It's not very I can't good. hear it. <laughs> can't tell. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah, that's not as good. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I, I need to practice. It was more of a um, like a spoon. Yeah. 
Well, I think I was thinking of a different wand, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, yeah. it wasn't clear, because I, be- I, I have a feeling it was Mal- um, Draco Malfoy's wand. Oh, okay. <laughs> in case yeah. I thought you meant a different Malfoy. I mean, this, yeah. is well, why, just... this is why you're the multimillionaire film star. This is why Tim's a piece of shit. Thank, Thank you. Well, that's, that's not why. why, I just happen to be a piece of shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, back, sorry, back to the film. Um... What was your sort of uh, any particular day of shooting that really stands out? Any you know particular scenes that you're really proud of in the movie? Uh, was it just the two weeks when uh, Jennifer loves Hewitt wasn't there? Um, well, I managed to have it written into my contract that we, she and I would never have to actually meet on set. Oh, good, so okay. most of the time, I was filming opposite. Um, just, or... uh, no, just you know, you know when they get like a tennis ball um, and they put some googly eyes on it and mm. it's really cute, and then they stab a stick into where its neck would be. Um, so I, I was just able to imagine that that was that was her. Okay, so you got yeah. a giant tennis ball and just shaped it into a woman, or no, just a regular just tennis a ball. Oh. Um, and I actually asked if I could do the stabbing mm. of of the ball, mm. um, and that made it in as well, which is didn't CG her in for that scene, which I thought was interesting. Is it is it, visibly just a tennis ball in the the stabby scene? Yeah, but I, I think it's not the subject of the stabbing that, that is you know at the forefront of it's that. The it's the yeah, it's the action perpetrator, mm. which is of course. Sutherland. Yeah, moi. Ah, more French. Uh, any other questions, Annie? Um, who would you say is the... Um, this is a love story between your character and Jennifer Loves Hewitt's character. Who would you say is the antagonist in this picture? Is it love? Or is, is it, it sport? It's got to be either love or Rupert Grint. Or Come Coca-Cola. On. No, you were right, it's sport. <laughs> Any in particular, or just the general? Babington? No, it's it's the spirit of sport. Sport mm. spirit. Because love should be the only sport, is mm-hmm. the message mm-hmm. I got from it. Or um, at least it should be the only one where we are competitive. All of the others should be... Fun. Fun. Right. And, and do you think that love should be in the Olympics next, uh, next time? Yes. And yeah. in fact, that's why this week I am launching my campaign. Um, I've been in talks with... Uh, Vary Black, Nicola Sturgeon, um, even Theresa May. <laughs> um, are, these, are these movie stars? I don't think I'm, I know who they are. I don't know. I was just given a list. Um, and yeah, we're launching a campaign to to get it. What's the name of the campaign? It's called Get This. Love winds everyone up. So oh. it should be a sport mm-hmm. in the Olympics. We got an acronym for that? Campaign 2017. Even though the next Olympics obviously isn't... Yeah, but the campaign is now. Mm. And will it continue into the Olympics or will it stop? (laughs) Just stop it at the end of this year. Just so people remember. (laughs) Yeah, I think budget currently takes us to about October. Is that that more with the Pepsi money? Um, No, that's self-funded. It's, you know, as much as I could bear to part with. Will Pepsi be involved in the sequel? That we talked about Which, earlier. of course, we know is the man with the face of a thousand faces. Mm. And uh, are you the titular man in that uh, you asked playing the same character? It's your face again? Um, well, it is, is it only natural that face? the boy of uh, the first film would grow into yes. the man. So Okay, and you're still... I haven't decided. It could be, could be anyone, really. Um, I'm pitching for... Um, you know, maybe like 
maybe Emma Watson. Okay, like why do we? You know, it's we need boy. to start. Yeah, we need to start thinking. You know, like I'm campaigning for a female doctor in my local hospital. <laughs> Let's start shifting these definitions. Yeah, because at the moment, doctor means man. We need to, to redefine that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctress, I guess. Doctress. Doctress. True. Uh, or doctorina. I mean, I think we solved the problem there. Call it a doctorina. Or and, um, doctor, but and, an A instead of ER. Although, if you're in ER, then that could be confusing if you just have an A. <laughs> 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 and also, it's spelled OR. But that is also the name of a place in a hospital. That's the operating room. So if you have the emergency room and the operating room, just with the letter A above, which might just mean It's accident. really not ER. I thought to doct was um, to the treat. Verb, yeah, treat. Yeah, yeah. Like a doct's leave. <laughs> okay, so um, now we understand that, uh, obviously, we saw the film. We really enjoyed the um, whole thing. The score was beautiful. Oh, um, I'm, I'm still crying. <laughs> I mean, crying this whole time. Yeah, I'm still laughing see it brings it brings something for everyone <laughs> yeah um yeah me and andy mm. that's everyone uh but yeah what i particularly liked was the uh the ending theme during the credits it was very moving um and it i mean correct me if i'm wrong that was your voice uh singing and did you actually write the song as well i did oh I wow did. that's brilliant um i mean there's too much to ask can we hear a bit of that now a little preview for the listener oh, play us out if you need any accompaniment Please. just let us know obviously we've seen it so you know all the parts and and the harmonies mm. i'm sure um you know what i've been asked this at every stop of this press tour mm. and uh for you guys i'll say yes oh wow <gasps> that's you know that's how just we like there. i did for everyone else oh that's, that's... That's special. That's special. That's special. <laughs> Do you want me to? Um, so it was a very guitar-led song. Am I right? Are you right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right in saying it's a very guitar-led song. Well, I, actually, I mean, it here. was a vocally-led song. Oh, but it I'm was, so uh, sorry. Of yeah, course, yeah. It was a guitar-accompanied song. Sure. Uh, now, of course, the uh, the movie, the, the, the B, the, 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 the B, the title of the song is that also the B or is it the B flat? Um, no, it was Keep Running for Love. Keep Running for Love. Keep Running for Love. That's, uh, that's wonderful. Just let me know when to come in if you need me or signal. Keep (laughs) running for love. First you must head to the starting line And then take your stance You know that funny stance they do When they sort of are kneeling down But they've got one knee up To the sky Sky Then you gotta raise your bum When you hear a bleep Your fingers are braced, they are long And your palms are not touching the floor That your feet are touching Cause that would be gross (laughs) 
<laughs> so when comes the time that you must launch away? When? When the gun shoots. <laughs> if you need me to do the sound of the gun, just let me know. Well. Run, 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 run. Keep running for love. One more time. Keep running for love. That was beautiful, guys. That was wonderful. Thanks, Joe. Thank um, is the soundtrack out yet? OST. OST. <laughs> um, yep, that's available Spotify? on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. iTunes. Amazon Prime Music. Amazon, yes. <clears throat> iTunes, no, they're co-affiliated. Oh, that's fair. Oh, that God, is fair. These bastards. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks very much, Joe. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Speaking to you. Best of luck with the uh, release, full release. Thank you. Au revoir. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.